Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. Today is actually a pub date for the author that I'm sitting with today. Her name is Carly Spade for a book called Of Love and Forge. And I'm really, really excited because this is the actual like monumental fireworks day. Hi, Carly. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. You're actually my first author that I talked to on the actual publication day. This oh, is that's really awesome. exciting. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into your book, if that's cool with you. Sure. I see that your book, you put it as a cyberpunk fantasy romance. Can you kind of tell me what that means first before we get into the meat of your actual book? Sure. So cyberpunk is a subgenre of sci-fi, actually. It is not as well known of a subgenre. There is a lot of movies and whatnot that I'm sure people would recognize um, that are actually labeled as cyberpunk. Um, I know Fifth Element is one of them. Oh, There's a Harrison okay. Harrison Ford movie that is escaping me right now. And uh, Ryan Gosling just did a remake of it. I cannot remember what it's called. I don't. I think I know what you're talking about, but I can't place it either. It's like a yeah, if I think of it randomly, I'll, I'll mention it. Um, but that <laughs> that one as well is a cyberpunk you know, variety. Um, and then uh, for anybody who is game or gamers out there, uh, cyberpunk 2077 came out uh, a couple of years ago and they have kind of helped pave the way for more people to be able to recognize what that cyberpunk genre is. It's basically a dystopian culture that has high tech advanced technology, but they are poor almost essentially because of the big corporate entities that take all the money and don't give it to the people. Um, but oh, that's basically okay. what cyberpunk is. So my book, though, incorporates cyberpunk, but it's also fantasy because it involves Greek gods and mythology. Um, and obviously, there's also romance. So I definitely want to make sure that I got all three in there. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you kind of pull from different genres, too, and just kind of mend it together. That's so brilliant, I think. How did this start that you wanted to blend these things together? How did that come about? So ironically, about uh, five years ago is when I had this idea. I knew I wanted to do a Hephaestus Aphrodite retelling where it's a happily ever after versus what actually happens in mythology. Because um, I've always loved the idea of those two together and just their their dynamics. And I wish that it would have actually ended up that way in mythology versus oh. <laughs> the whole the whole deal of her cheating on him with her brother. <laughs> so I, I knew I always wanted to do that. And I just came up with this. I couldn't tell you how or why, um, but I just <laughs> came up with this random idea of Hephaestus wielding different weapons for different supernatural creatures and portal hopping to, to be a bounty hunter. And uh, mm. I wrote it down, uh, email myself, actually. I just didn't think that at that time was the right time because uh, people, again, really didn't really know what cyberpunk was. Right. Um, the concept 
whereas it's cool, it's a little out there. And so I just didn't think it was the right time. And I'm glad I waited because I don't think even as a writer, I was really ready to tackle the world building that was involved. So I, um, I'm i glad I waited, honestly. Um, and right now, again, cyberpunk has become a lot more popular because of that video game. So I think now is a much better time to release it. But I then wrote a series called Contemporary Mythos, and there are six books in that series. And those are contemporary romance mixed with Greek mythology, where the gods are living amongst us disguised as different, you know, mortals. Each book features a different god finding a mortal uh, woman that is his fated mate, basically. I came up with those six (laughs) over the past couple years. And um, I introduced my Hephaestus and Aphrodite within that series. And Hephaestus does show up in a portal in one of the books and everything. And I kind of introduce the concept there, knowing that I was going to do this book after the six book series was done. So you pulled Hephaestus. I hope I said that correctly. So you pulled him and Aphrodite out from your series and then make this novel of Love and Forge. So it's more focused on these two. Correct. Yeah, they they don't really have their kind of side characters in my other series. Um, obviously, Aphrodite appears first in the Eros book because that's her son in my series. I went with that version of it. And Hephaestus appears in Ares because I, 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 I know that they would have a tight bond because he wields weapons and armor, clearly. Oh, God. <laughs> So, yeah, so I introduced them so that anybody who is familiar with the series will know them. But then I wrote this book that it can easily stand alone. So somebody coming in that's never read that other series would be fine. And hopefully it entices them to go back and read the the other series, too, just to kind of see where things fall into place. Oh, I like that. I like that you can hook right back to the other books, too. Yeah. So with Of Love and Force, what can we expect with these two characters? throughout the book without without giving us all the details i guess because we want to read it <laughs> but yeah what can yeah we so that's from it yeah absolutely so my story is basically a frenemies kind of to lovers romance okay. a slow burn very slow but they've known each other obviously for centuries and they have been friends and they kind of you know have had their falling outs and They're both equally secretly pining for each other, but they're both too afraid to admit it. And that's the big theme throughout the entire uh, book (laughs) is communication (laughs) is key. (laughs) I like that from the little bit that you've told me already, I can see the cyberpunk part and the fantasy part and the romance part. I can already kind of get an idea of all three elements in your book. Yeah, it's um the cyberpunk comes into play because Hephaestus lives in a and a it's a planet slash in the future called the Neosphere District, which is basically it is a shade of Earth, but not Earth. And he is a portal hopper, like I said, and he can travel through time or anywhere he wants to go, when or where, where basically he wants to go with these portals. And since he's a bounty hunter, um, this is part of the the, the blurb, so it's not giving anything away. That's but he <laughs> actually takes a bounty on Aphrodite thinking it would just be really easy you know smash and grab job and then he can send her back home and and he would get something out of it in the end too obviously things don't go as planned but she um, ends up getting ported to the Neosphere district with him so 90% of the book takes place there and that's the whole cyberpunk environment and um, where it comes into play there how was it writing the mythical part of the story Because not only are you adding in 
the cyberpunk part, but how was it writing the romance part in these characters? I had a lot of fun, actually. I've never written a romance where the two characters have known each other for a long time previously. Uh, most of my books, it's the whole meet cute and, and you know, kind of going from there and building things up and getting to know each other. And it was super fun just being able to skip all that. And they already know each other and very well. So it was fun to just explore their dynamic and to also think about what were they like in ancient Greece as friends and what things do they remember and bringing up past and scenarios, even, you know, all the way back to ancient Greece when, yes, there may have been, you know, orgies and whatnot, because, you know, it's ancient <laughs> Greece. <laughs> but yeah, it was a lot of fun to explore their their romance, too, because, again, I... I deal in happily ever afters in all of my books. I, I just, I'm just, I don't, I'm not a big fan of tragedy. <laughs> um, I, I like to be happy and I like to be made happy when I'm reading or watching uh, a movie or a TV show. And so obviously with Hephaestus and Aphrodite, I had to lay claim that what Homer wrote about them was not accurate and that they were actually the two that were meant to be together and be happy. So it was, it was a fun, very fun to explore. Did you have more challenge though writing that part so you, you can really get into those characters versus like the cyberpunk part of the book? Like what what challenges did you have writing this book? So actually, I um, I was pretty versed with uh, mythology going in, especially also from writing those six other books. I did a lot of research <laughs> there for each and every one of them. And I, I've kind of always been into Greek mythology. I think we've all were introduced to it when the fifth or sixth grade where they kind of force right. it on you to learn. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved it. And I was also a huge, huge obsessive fan of the Hercules and Xena TV shows. That's and right. I grew up on those, again, obsessed with them. And if anybody reads these books, you'll definitely see some inspiration here and there from them because I love them. <laughs> so I had a little bit there. But yeah, I always make sure to go in and do research. And even though these are retellings, because I'm doing my own interpretation of the myths, I always pay homage to the actual myths themselves, if, even if I decide to go a different route. But honestly, so the mythical part was not the more of the challenge for me. The challenge was establishing establishing the cyberpunk world oh. down to details. I made up business names. I made up, you know, a few words that they use in this Neophere district that nobody else uses because I figured there would be, you know, a couple of words that are made right. up. Um, it's the future. It's, it's a different place. Just really trying to think about walking through this environment and what it smells like and what, you know, again, all these little details and the, and the, what colors are everywhere, lots of neon and, and also really keeping track of where everything was, uh, which is why I commissioned a city map to begin with, because it honestly helped me uh, oh. keep in mind the distance of, you know, different parts of the district uh, where, you know, what direction was that again? Because I didn't want to, right. you know, even just write myself into a corner because of that. So that was the challenging part. To me, this world that you've created is so fascinating. And the fact that I get both the mythical stuff and the cyberpunk, so this is amazing. So since you decided to do these two characters, but you have the other series, are you shifting some other characters as well to make a standalone book similar to Of Love and Forge? Is this like like the direction you want to go to ultimately? 
Yeah. So I, when I wrote the contemporary mythos series, it was the idea of, I really love to read contemporary romance and I have written one, but I always miss the magic. So that's why I kind of decided I'm going to mix contemporary romance tropes and Greek mythology because it was something I've always wanted to do. And I thought it was a unique approach because there's a lot of Greek mythology books out there. And I always told myself I wouldn't do it unless I could bring something new to the table. And that I thought was pretty unique and just it's, it's, you know, categorization. I also started off, um, the, the book was never seen, never seen the light of day, but I, my mm. niche is sci-fi fantasy. Um, that is just, you know, the, the writer that I started as, and I grew up on a lot of sci-fi fantasy shows, That's movies, yeah. everything. And it's just, um, that is my true niche. And so I decided that once I get, a, I had gotten established with the mythos series and I, you know, hopefully pulled in some readers, which I have, that I could maybe start delving into the other stuff that I've always wanted to write and they would trust me more with it. So beyond contemporary mythos series is going to include characters, yes, from the mythos series, but also introduce a lot of new people too. And each book is kind of going to be a different genre. I will say that oh. the next book I, plan to do after this is uh, going to be a pirate fantasy mixed with Greek mythology. Oh, um, cool. So yeah, and it's, it's <laughs> for people that have read, you know, Poseidon, um, they'll, they'll, they know exactly, they'll know exactly where I'm going with it because they've all been <laughs> waiting for it for a long time. But yeah, so each book is going to go beyond contemporary romance. And I just, I didn't want to do that with the mythos series because you know, as an author, you are, they, they expect a certain, you know, thing when you start a series. And if I tried to go outside of contemporary romance, then I feel like I would be doing them a disservice. So this is me getting a chance to say, hey, I can do other things too, basically. Right. There's so much variety that you're going to do when it comes to all these other characters. We're actually, we're, we're excited with, with you. Thank <laughs> I you. I feel like, I feel like once you start, like you are doing cyberpunk and then you're doing the pirate stuff, there's so many things that we want to see beyond that. That's so exciting. Congratulations, Carly. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I signed with a literary agent um, not that long ago as well. I'm going to be a hybrid author where I'm going to continue with all this Greek mythology stuff that I'm doing as an independent author. But I do have also a space fantasy series that I've been holding back for over four years now because I wanted to try to get it traditionally published. And so hopefully, um, now that I have an agent, that'll be coming down the pipeline pipeline at some point too so oh wow what can you not do geez no i'm kidding <laughs> no <laughs> this is so neat i'm a huge fan when authors explore a little bit outside their genre or just like little steps like you know here and there and and it, it's always such a great amazing thing what else can you tell me about you as an author i will tell any any book that you read for me is going to have romance of some kind um right. it's just I love where that. i come yeah where i come <laughs> from uh sometimes it might not be as spotlighted as other books but it will always be there i'm guilty of it as a reader if i start to read a book and it, there is no romance sometimes i get bored and it's just it is what it is and i'll admit right. it <laughs> and so for me writing i would also get bored if there's not any type of romance to explore and i i love the enemies to lovers trope so that is usually in there somewhere i love banter um, 
Um, I love dialogue. And that kind of comes from, uh, I grew up with comic books. There's a lot, obviously almost nothing but dialogue in those. I used to write, you know, as a kid, I used to write movie scripts once I learned the formatting of them. And so again, a lot of dialogue and I just kind of hone my craft with dialogue quite a bit. Um, so if anything you read from me, it'd be very dialogue heavy, lots of banter, comedy, action. I try to put it all in there. And yeah, I, I as an author, I really do want to be known as the the author who mixed space fantasy with, with you know, sci-fi and magic together to make space fantasy. Kind of like the, the feel of Star Wars versus Star Trek. That's kind of the niche that I hope to be known for. So, And I hope that you will be known for that also because I'm really excited about this. I'm not a huge fantasy reader, but but you're actually opening my eyes that there's not... And I see a lot of romance in fantasy as well, but you're also adding in like the cyberpunk element, you're adding in the pirate element. It really draws me in even more, especially with this book of Love and Force. I don't know much about the characters that you've mentioned, because when it comes to mythology, once I read a little something, I forget everything about it. I do. I just don't retain anything. But you're writing it into this book with with the romance, with the cyberpunk. I feel like I'm definitely going to remember it a lot more. So, And I honestly did try to write it for people coming in, too, that you know, just don't know um, a lot about Greek mythology. I wanted to oh, make yeah. sure that even the people that, you know, don't know about their relationship or maybe they don't even know about the, you know, the uh, the whole Aries and her cheating on him, you know, with with him right. and all that. But it's all in there. They they debunk it and they say, no, Aries and Aphrodite are actually really tight knit brother and sister, but not that tight knit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, and Hephaestus and Aphrodite. Uh, my tagline is is it's a Hephaestus Aphrodite romance that defies myth but answers true love's call. And it's oh, the truth. Nice. <laughs> it's the truth. And I, I want people to know that this is not, if you want a dark romance where it is Aphrodite cheating on Hephaestus with Aries, this is not it. I, I, I wanted to, you know, really explore them being happy together because I've always enjoyed the idea of them. So I like that. What else would you like to explore besides in the next series that you have, is there something stewing the bat that you might want to try just or like just like a romance in general? So I do have several ideas planned uh, with different characters with, and, and doing different genres, even down to a mafia darker romance, which I've never done. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and more of a so this is action adventure, but it's cyberpunk. Right. And I'm thinking more of something, you know, like romancing the stone or Indiana Jones type action adventure romance. Romance. Um, I would definitely. I want to explore that. I already mentioned the pirate deal. Right. Um, I am basically using it as an opportunity to do whatever the heck I want <laughs> because I can, and I want people to be able to actually see that I, I all these different things that I've grown up on that I always wanted to tell the story of, and this series now is an opportunity to do that um, using characters that I've already introduced. And like I said, and then introducing some new ones too, alongside them. So we're in for it. Definitely. You're the world that you have created with your writing. We're ready to get sunk in. Absolutely. This is so interesting. Thank you. And definitely congratulations on your publication for starting today of, you know, how's your publishing been, even though you got signed 
for Love and Forge, was this a self-publication or anything like that? Or it's self-publication. Yeah, I like I said, with even with um, the the me going on the traditional side too, I'm mm-hmm. still maintaining all of my independent work, and I still will continue to work on it um, on my own um, and going hybrid. So anything that I would do through my agents, completely separate thing, and and nobody's seen it at all. Um, and I was waiting specifically for that moment to go through her uh, or through the agent um, to be able to get it out there through um, hopefully a sci-fi publishing company of some sort. So <laughs> that is so interesting. That's so cool. Well, I want to say thank you for all this that you've shared. I can already kind of see the wheels turning of the world that you've built, and I'm really excited for it. So where can we get your book, Harley? You can get it on Amazon as far as ebook is concerned. Um, it will. It's going to be on Kindle Unlimited. Print-wise, you can get it on Amazon, Book Depository, Barnes & Noble Online, pretty much any major online retailer. It may be popping up in some physical uh, bookstores, but I never know where they're going to pop up. That's the fun gotcha. of it. So <laughs> definitely go check your local stores. And if they don't have it, you can certainly request that they stock it. It's also going to be on Audible. There oh, it nice. is going to be. It's a dual POV um, story, so it is done by two narrators as a duet. Oh, so um, cool! <laughs> uh, yeah, Audible and yeah, so Amazon oh, hardback and paperback as well. Um, both will be. They're on pre. Or they're, they were on pre-order. They're both going to be available as well through all the same websites that I just mentioned. Well, I want to say thank you for carving out your time to speaking to me today because I don't know how you have any time. Um, with all these planned books that you do. Uh, any last minute thing you want to add to the show? Um, just uh, as far as social media, I am on all the major platforms. Uh, most of the time, the username is author Carly Spade. Um, but if you just type in Carly Spade, you should find me without issue. But TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, I have a group on Facebook, a reader's group called Aces of Spade. I oh, do exclusive cool. stuff for them. Um, and also sometimes there's some spoilery things where I give teasers that I don't put anywhere else. Um, and also you can sign up for my newsletter at carlyspade.com. And again, newsletter subscribers often get exclusive cover reveals earlier than, than what I put on social media and things like that. Um, just to keep up to date with what I'm doing and what's going on and coming out. Well, congratulations again for your pub day today for of Love and Forge and everything else that's surrounding this world that you have. But thank you for coming today. I want you to definitely come back when you have the next set of, of books that are coming out, because I want to know about the pirates part. And I want to know what else you're adding in beyond this. Yeah, absolutely. But thank you again. And I'm going to let you go and have a wonderful day. And congratulations on your book. This is not the last that we see of you. I'm certain of it because this world is so fascinating to me. And have a wonderful day, Carly. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. You too. See you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. All the other information from this episode will be in the show notes. Please support indie authors as well as indie bookstores. And of course, the other podcasts, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where me and Caddy talk about all things books and, well, her cats too. See you then. Bye. <laughs>